Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Welcome to another episode of Photo Taco. Thank you so much for the download. It really helps the show. Hey, two quick things you can do to help the show. Jump in iTunes, give us a review, and pop over to Facebook and ask to join the Photo Taco podcast listeners group. Really missing out on a lot of great discussion in that group if you aren't in there yet. All right, my name is Jeff Harmon. I'm the hobbyist editor at improvephotography.com. And in this episode, I wanted to talk chromatic aberration. If you're a beginner, you're probably thinking, chroma what? <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. I said it before on the podcast, photographers really have their own language and they seem to prefer to keep it that way. Like they have some secret and they're not going to let you in the club by not explaining it to you. But not so here on the Improved Photography Network. We try our best to keep the language more basic and define terms as we use them. But we're not perfect at it. And if you hear us talk about something you don't understand, feel free to ask questions in the Facebook groups. We really want to help everyone of all skill levels. All right, back to chromatic aberration then. It's a really fancy name given to an effect that happens in, in photos where there's a high dynamic range. And that's where the edges have kind of a purple or green color tint to them. Didn't help a lot, did it? <laughs> high dynamic range. What is that? Ah, another term. Dynamic range is the difference between the darkest parts of a picture and the lightest parts. So you can have some where it's lower, there's not as big a difference between the relative brightness between the lightest and the darkest, or you can have high dynamic range where there's really, really bright parts and really, really dark parts in the shot. That's high dynamic range. And chromatic aberration tends to happen where those two are right next to each other, where there's something really dark next to something really bright then there's chromatic aberration. And it turns on the edges then between those two things, it can turn things either green or purple. So for example, if you have tree leaves in front of a bright sky or a sunrise or a sunset, then you might have on the tree leaves or right on the right on bleeding away from the tree leaves even, you might have some green or purple tint there. Sometimes it's called fringing as well, but that's chromatic aberration. So let me explain kind of why we get chromatic aberration. The lenses of our cameras are bending light to bring it into the camera at a focus point. If they did it perfectly, it would bend all the wavelengths of light into that focus point and we wouldn't have any chromatic aberration. But no lenses do this perfectly. Because not all the wavelengths bend the same way, some of that light leaks out into other areas of the photo and you can see it most when it happens on those extremes between black and white or dark and light on your photo and it turns it green or purple. Now lens manufacturers have figured out ways to improve how well the optics do this, how well they bend the light to the focal point. And as a result, there are some lenses that handle this better than others. In general, the more expensive the lens, the better it handles chromatic aberration. Not always true, but in general, you're pretty safe that if it costs a lot more, then that's part of why it costs a lot more. After all, we have to pay for the engineering and research it took the manufacturers to determine how to fix that in the lens. So that's one way that uh, you can improve it. So what else can you do about chromatic aberration? I think there's four things you can do about it in your photos. I already mentioned the first one, you can get better glass, which is a fancy way photographers use to say you buy more expensive lenses. They generally handle chromatic aberration better. All right, the second thing you can do is stop down your lens. Ugh, another term that photographers use that might not be known to everybody. It means you use an aperture with a number of eight or higher generally is kind of what stopping down means. And if you don't understand that still, 
go over to the photo taco episode called what the f stop and you can learn a whole bunch more you can find that by going to improvephotography.com and entering into the search bar what the f stop f dash stop and you'll see that episode i go through aperture a lot more generally though to break it down chromatic aberration doesn't happen as often when you shoot at f11 versus f 2.8 for example so stopping down bigger number of aperture at f11 you'll have fewer or less likely, less chances to get chromatic aberration. All right, third thing you can do, fix it in post. So Lightroom has a great tool for this. It's the defringe tool. And here's how I would recommend you use it. You zoom into the photo where the dark edges are meeting the light edges and see if you have purple or green fringes there. And then in the develop module, you open up the lens corrections panel. You hit the color tab. And in that tab, you'll see a box that says, a checkbox that says remove chromatic aberration. Click on that and take a look at the photo again. Did it fix it? Because sometimes just checking the checkbox, it'll put in a little bit of correction and it may fix it. If it didn't, sometimes it may look like it did nothing. Then you need to click on the eyedropper just below that and go float over and then click on the green or the purple in the fringes that are a problem. And Lightroom will now try to do a better job of detecting the areas of the photo that have edges of dark and light and eliminate the purple or green hue on those edges. I've seen Lightroom do a great job with the eyedropper. I've seen it destroy photos with the eyedropper, especially on portraits. If you had leaves in the background of a portrait against a, si a sunny sky or a sunset or something like that, then when you use the defringer and the eyedropper, it can ruin the colors in their face, in their clothing. It can really wreck the photo. So you've got to kind of zoom back out and check out what clicking on that eyedropper did to the overall color in the photo. Sometimes it's too extreme. If it did ruin the photo, you just undo it. You go back and, and clear out the settings of the defringer. Then you can use something I call a desaturating brush to try to do this or possibly the HSL panel, but the desaturating brush would probably be your next best bet. And what that would mean is you go and you, you get the brush tool, which is in the upper right hand side of Lightroom, just below the histogram. It's the icon to the furthest right. It looks like it has a little handle sticking out of it. You click on that and then double click on the word effect in the panel that popped up so that it resets all of your settings for the brush. Then I would take the saturation slider on that brush and move it to minus 50 as a starting point and go paint over in your picture the places where you have the chromatic aberration appearing. After all, it's a color we don't want and if you can desaturate it to the point where the color isn't really colored anymore, then it's not very noticeable. It can be a pretty effective way to deal with it in a more like localized way so you don't affect the portrait or the person or the main subject of your photo. It's only those edges that are having trouble where you where you got it. It tends to work out a lot because usually you have something kind of really dark against something really light and you really aren't getting a lot of color in those dark parts of the picture anyway. So desaturating it just to get rid of the green or purple can work. The other thing you can try but it affects the whole picture again is in the HSL panel. You can go in there to the the luminance and raise the luminance of purple or green up a lot and that can make it so that you kind of lower how uh, deep the color looks, I guess is how to say it. You could also try to decrease the saturation in that HSL panel too. But again, both of those are going to affect the entire photo and you might get undesired effects with other areas of the photo that have green or purple in it. So it might not work. That local desaturation brush would be the thing I'd try. All right. 
That's it on Chromatic Aberration. Hey, be sure to stay tuned to Photo Taco for other great photo tips for me and all the other podcasters on the Improved Photography Network. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter or join the Facebook group. The Twitter account is at Photo Taco. Also, be sure to visit improvephotography.com for news, gear, and other photo tip articles. It is the best way to improve your photography. Photo Taco! Views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of improved photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Olay!